0: from worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are
1: all my fancy children. Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Aaron Kitano-Saias. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And it's been a minute. But it has this been. Is, uh, it has been. It's uh, This is All My Fantasy Children. Trying something new. This is a tabletop-inspired storytelling, world-building, and character creation podcast powered by listener prompts. Damn right it is. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. In order of actuality and realism. Because this podcast is fueled by one thing, Jeff. Love. And that's realism. Oh. Love. Love.
0: Was it, oh, is it
1: realism? No, which Wait. is love. <laughs> Wait, I feel like I've been doing it wrong for like a while now. Have you been putting love in the tank? Yeah. I've been shoving realism to this oh. thing. That's why all of our, my ends of the story are about like, they're based on real world events. Oh, all of mine are based on happy feelings. Oh, God. Oh. We have either made a great mistake or this is a chocolate and my peanut butter situation. No, I'm feeling like this is probably a great mistake.
0: <laughs> Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. Why don't you, you know, we'll just each pick one and then we'll okay. just each dump the same thing. We'll, you know, we'll just dump the same thing. Like, yeah. like you pick one and I'll, 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 we'll, we'll pick the same before, you know, ready? Are you ready? We'll go on three. Yes. Three, two, one. Realism. The
1: Industrial Revolution. Oh.
0: That's all right. That's where we're at
1: now then. All right. Well, that's a prompt from the audience. All right. So listen up. A prompt, uh, Industrial Revolution and realism together. All right. <laughs> Okay, no, I, w- I- I- God, I'm so glad we're not one of those podcasts. <laughs> um, but we do take listener prompts and create original fantasy characters and use them to populate a really dope fantasy world called fantasy because we're brilliant at naming things.
0: Damn right we are.
1: Now, Jeff, you have a- you have the prompt this week.
0: Well, I figured we would talk about stuff that jazzed us up first. Yo, it has just been so fucking long. Aaron, it's been a while. How have you been?
1: I have been most excellent- uh, yesterday, I went to dinner at my new restaurant and got to, like, sit. I, I went with my mom, and we sat and ate at the bar, and it has an open kitchen, so you watch all the food get made, and it comes out, and you get all these comps when you work there, and, you know, we ate a whole bass. It was, I ate a, and I ate an uncomfortable amount of food, so I'm still kind of reeling from that. All right, but, I dig it. And what's really getting me excited is I finally, my brother tried to push, uh, Takis on me. I've never had them before. The little snack crisps. Oh, Sure. They're fucking good. That's what's getting me jazzed up. I have chili lime right now. Oh, those are good. Those are very good. They're very good. And you can't stop eating them, but they're so salty. And I know that that's not good for me, but I have crushed a whole bag. That's whatever. Whatever. That's life. I know. I know, but my mouth is so fucking dry. Oh, I get it. I get it. No, I get it. My mouth is a gulch. (laughs) And uh, what's getting you excited this week? Oh, God. What's getting me excited this week is
0: so the the brewery by our apartment doc street brewery um they started doing a monthly thing that has that really like we did it on saturday and it really jazzed me up and it's just brought a lot of joy into my life and that is now once a month they're doing king of the hill night oh and i'm the i'm i'm'm I'm, I'm just a happy clam now i'm happy as a clam we That's... sat there we watched some season three of king of the hill i got to reunite with my old friend king of the hill it's great
1: I love me some fucking King oh, of the Hill. Oh, I love King of the Hill a whole lot. It's a show that as a kid, I really kind of didn't understand the humor a lot of the times. Oh yeah, Say, like, hard same. Yeah, as an adult, you're like, oh, this is very good and this family is fucked but wholesome.
0: I, here's the thing. What I've learned re-watching King of the Hill, and I may have talked about this on air before, Hank Hill is somehow like a better father now that I'm an adult watching it than I thought than I thought like as a child. Yo, he tries his best.
1: It's he like tries this very, so hard. And maybe I'm reaching, maybe I'm looking into King of the Hill too much, but I'm always like, it's a commentary on like uh, an American father in Texas trying his best to raise his son to be a good person and all the cultural things that kind of affect yeah. Bobby for the negative and how Hank and Peggy have to like reverse them kind of. It's
0: very much like, that's very much what it is. And what hit me like watching it is, is that there's a specific type of King of the Hill episode. That, like, I, I, that when Jen and I were watching through it, like, earlier this year, I want to say, like, super, maybe, maybe about a year ago is when we kind of started. What hit me is there's a very particular kind of episode that, like, I took one way when I was a kid closer to Bobby's age. And now that I'm closer to Hank's age, I take a much different way.
1: Mm. Which is the Bobby gets a weird hobby that Hank hates episodes. Oh, like the, I've, I saw the music one. The yeah. where he listens to Bobby's music and stuff. There's. It hit
0: me, like, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, it's all about, like, how much he hates these things that make Bobby happy, and that sucks, and Hank is a jerk. But I watch them now, and I realize every single one of them is, Hank immediately goes, well, I don't like this at all. Bobby goes, well, it's important to me, and then they the arc is inevitably, Hank then decides he's going to support Bobby, ends up getting too into the hobby, and then, like, and embarrasses and, like, has to account for that. Yeah, like there's the one where he becomes a rose grower. Hank is immediately like, well, I don't know if I want you growing roses. And he's like, well, there's a competition. And then Hank is like a stage father being like too into growing roses.
1: It's really good. It is a never you're never too old to grow type show. Yeah, that's what I really like about it is the adults. The parents are not stagnant, which is usually like the formula.
0: Also, it hit me like watching. We watched some they were playing because they do one season. They do it one night a month and they do one season a night. So this was season three, and it hit me how thoroughly formed out of the gate King of the Hill is. Yes, 100%. They have those characters, that world so fleshed out that, like, things that you think happen way later in the series are in the first, like, are in the first probably half to quarter of the show.
1: See – that sounds. That is ex- almost exactly like this podcast. From day one, we have known exactly what we were oh, doing. Oh yeah, for of course. Yeah, jokes on all you. If you've been listening since episode zero, we've known that we were just going to kind of like slide in this shift of style and tone and like this formula.
0: It's it's a it's a it's a journey. We're we're walking you on a journey
1: yes exactly it's a it's a it was a coke uh blue publicity stunt remember they changed the taste of coke remember new coke yes it was we, we're pulling you on that we're like oh my god they're so clever they thought of this like really cool form no we had it plan the whole time gotcha now jeff can you please i am so <laughs> stupid excited for this prompt i sure can let me pull it up in front of me
0: <laughs> all right i would love to read the prompt this week aaron perfect <clears throat> <clears throat> Aaron, our prompt this week (laughs) was forged in an infernal pact with Discord user Lieutenant, a name crafted in punnery, an art form that is admittedly not lost on a clown such as Shao Clown. You see, Aaron, the prompt this week, the journey that we are going to take is to discover the life and times of Shia Lebuff, the strong person in Shao Clown's Circus of Misery. This is a prompt that pleases me, and this brings a smile to the crooked, weathered face of Shao Clown, and I look forward to the sorrow and pain that weaving this tale shall bring into the universe. (laughs) <laughs>
1: that's the car pulling up
0: oh my minions are here excuse me
1: please can you name two minions before you oh. get in the car Shall? okay give me a second
0: <laughs> onward laffy taffy that's good onward onward coconut
1: you see you can't teach that you can't teach that kind of game right there Laffy, Taffy, and Coconut are very good <laughs> clown
0: names. I hope. Now, I I believe, I believe, and if there is not, I am putting out a call to the listeners of this podcast. I want a wiki page of clown
1: names. Oh, I want the full list. I support this endeavor. Whether you listen to this in 2019 or 2025. I need, I need the catalog. I need all of the clown names cataloged. So we have Shia LaBeouf. The strong person of the circus of misery, which is, if you're new, Shao Clown is like this weird, immortal, evil clown, which is a group of individuals who paint themselves like clowns, they run a circus of misery, and they commit crimes and murders all over the world. That's about right. What I want to kind of focus on, though, Jeff, is how Xiao Clown got to become Xiao Clown. And that's through, like, a really rough time. And they started painting their face. Where they were doing stand-up all over the world. And then all of a sudden, they were like a dog chasing their tail. Yeah. See,
0: there's a lot of, there's just a lot of, like, really deep storytelling happening.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: really, I really
1: want (laughs) to get to the (laughs) core. I'm I'm just saying, Oscar Oscar consideration is Shao Clown. Yeah, absolutely. Like the Shout Clown biopic was incredibly beautiful. It was really deep. That co worker that you're not really crazy about is really into the Shout Clown biopic.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm really impressed. There's that long shot where Shout Clown is sitting on a train looking in a mirror, and you're like, oh, it's like a reflection of all of us, except it's a clown in like uh, Shao Kahn
1: bondage straps. <laughs> Wait, is that what, can we make this canonical as what That's what well, Shao I Clown is. Just. I
0: feel like that's been canonical. Where Shao is always,
1: always dressed like Shao Kahn because that yeah. was the joke to begin with. Okay, good. I saw him in the Shao Kahn <laughs> bondage suit as well. With the clown face and clown <laughs> yes. hair. and like super buff. Like exactly, <laughs> basically Shao Khan without the mask. If you put just... Krusty the Clown's head
0: on Shao Kahn's body and put clown shoes on it, because there's got to be clown shoes.
1: Oh, of course, they honk when he walks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and now I want to get to the bottom of this show, yes. and I really want to talk about the deep implications about society that have to do with why Shia... alright you All right. Y'all, I don't like Joker. Anyway. <laughs> Aaron, I have some
0: questions that I want to throw
1: out about Shia LaBeouf.
0: First off, can we get some pronouns? Can we roll in a D6
1: for pronouns? One, two,
0: he, his, three, four, she, hers, five, six, they, theirs.
1: Animal, D6, go, in this lovely box by Twilight Mom. Two, fish. So he, his. Because I want to know who he was before. Who Shia LaBeouf was? Yes. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, no. I want to get to the backstory. I want to get into the meat and potatoes of... Do you want to find out, like, how he entered the Circus of Misery and why?
0: I guess I should explain by what I meant by how he meant before, or what I meant by before. Because I want to know who he was before... He won the first ever uh Shall clown fighting tournament and in a cruel <gasps> twist of fate was magically transformed into the strong person of the circus of misery. I oh, want to know no. the, the 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 tournament that um Falconvale entered and opted to lose. I want to know what Wait, the, Falconvale entered it or Swiftwind? Or Swiftwind, thank you. I got the names mixed up. <laughs> I know, that's really. There's no, so I many fucking that. names now. <laughs> um, Swiftwind, that's the tournament that Swiftwind entered and lost. The person that won Shia LaBeouf, Shia the Buff, (laughs) Shia the Buff, entered and was magically transformed in sort of a cryptkeeper, horrific, you know, winning is worse than losing situation becomes the
1: strong person, becomes the strong man of the Circus of Misery. Oh, I dig this. So we have like a chant, like become my champion type Shao Kahn type shit. Like he's, he's basically Goro. Yeah. T has four arms. Oh, for Child sure. Above. Oh, for sure. They're all buff. We're leaning into this kind of Mortal Kombat motif in this scenario where the fighting. Tiny, okay. tiny little legs, though. He does not. He, sk- he skips leg day. Big up top, little on the bottom. <laughs> so, okay. I want to ask you real quick. How did, wh- So, we said that in Swift Wind, Shao Clown has uh, fighting tournaments where you can, like, it's kind of like you win uh, artifacts. Like, you can win really amazing items. And I think that's what lures in powerful adventurers. Yeah. So, he acquires these things for a variety of means and then kind of, like, auctions them off and you have to kill people.
0: Yeah. And then he, <laughs> he says that the real prize is a secret. And it is, in fact, ultimate power. Like, ultimate power is what you're ultimately fighting for. It's, you know, it's the power of a god. But what he doesn't tell you is that the power of a god is the power of the circus of misery. And to claim that is to become one with the circus. Is to become
1: down with the clown. Is is to become misery itself. Yeah. Perhaps it has something to do with like the negative feels of the circus of misery. Like whatever is the magic aura or like the magic the negative like I think if you get near the circus of misery, like you start to get slightly nauseous. You're you get a little dizzy, like you don't feel good. Yeah. You start feeling sad and angry and frustrated. And whatever that kind of like, you know, feeling is, that is what filled Shia LaBeouf and made him powerful but super evil. Yes. Shia LaBeouf,
0: okay. And I think like, so I guess the question is like, who is entering into these fighting tournaments? Like, what is the, what is the draw for this? You know what I mean? Like,
1: glory, I mean, you get ultimate power. So it's either, it's either like, you're trying to acquire weapons and shit. Like you're, like we always say an adventurer, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In quotation marks with an eye roll and people like seeking power and people just seeking, you know, combat and violence. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. So
0: I, I, I'm i immediately hooked on glory. Yeah. Like that, the idea that, that they're doing this and they want that power for the glory that comes with it is very like com- it. is very compelling to me. Like that's very interesting to me as a as a concept.
1: The yeah, idea absolutely. of someone
0: like, someone going like, well, I'm going to be as powerful. I'm going to be, you know, all, all powerful. And therefore I will be able to accomplish things that people have simply dreamed of.
1: Is this a scenario where they say they like lost a fight or something mm-hmm. to a hero, and they're like, "Ah, oh, the only way I can get revenge is by kind of acquiring this ultimate power," and then it backfires, and they can never enact revenge because they become a servant of the clown. Yeah, I love that. So this is Shia LaBeouf. Is that Shia LaBeouf? what's your, does Shia LaBeouf have a clown name, or is it Shia LaBeouf? Uh, Shia the Buff is 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 his clown. I uh, mean, his clown name is Shia the Buff. It was like. <laughs> Shia uh, Blade Hammer. Sh- okay, that is real. That's giving me a lot of Sean Raven Camp energy. <laughs> Shout out to the <laughs> right now. Um, so, what was it? Shia Blade Hammer. Shia Blade Hammer. Shia Blade Hammer was the cliche D and D character who like rushes into battle like doesn't let other people play if you know what i mean yeah like just we've dealt with these in the past where like you're like i want to participate and they're like my character is too powerful i've simply killed everything in the room already you're like oh well i kind of wanted to go on an adventure like it's already done the dragon's dead you're like damn it shia so does Shia travel the world kind of just like, I think just seizing a, that person who just wants glory, yeah. wants to be the center of attention, wants, because a glory at the end of the day is just like accolades and yeah. a validation from large groups of people or like feeling that you've overcome things, but also being validated for it because it's not personal satisfaction. Glory implies that people are granting you that. Yeah. You know, people are telling you how great you are and how amazing you are for doing shit. So they are that, you know, rude uh, person who rolls up on towns, like saves them and is like, now give me something in return or like build a statue in my honor. Oh, yeah. What a piece of shit.
0: Shia LaBeouf, what a piece of shit. (laughs) It gives me, um, it gives me like Hercules vibes in the worst way. Yeah, absolutely. Like, where it's like, I'm going to go do this impossible thing, and everyone is going, and it's like, the person that does that, not because it needs to be done, but so that they can say that they did it.
1: Yeah, they, like, want to leave their mark all over fantasy, because, like, there's heroes, there's thousands, if not millions of people who we would identify as, like, fantasy heroes, Yeah, you know, and to be, to stand out, I'm sure, is hard, or to become, like, a legend... You know, it's quite, it, it would be challenging. The world's like ridiculously large and there's really powerful people. So I think this person wants to like leave their stamp on every piece of the map. So like every town they go to, it's like, and I will do this. And it's like, well, we don't really need that done. You don't have to go out in the woods and kill that Tarask. Right. We really don't need that. But oh, thanks for bringing its carcass back. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so we'll have a feast in your honor, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Shia Blade Hammer. Shia Bladehammer. Oof, Shia Bladehammer.
0: It's kind of, a, it's a Beowulf thing, right? It's, it's well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go slay Grendel, and therefore everyone will sing my praises. And it's yeah. like,
1: uh There is a, <laughs> the thing is, everywhere that Shia Bladehammer goes, after he does something that he finds to be a heroic act, he makes people write a song about him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there yeah. are thousands. It's called The Great Saya Song. The Great. The great si the great Shia songbook, and it's yes. like the Great American Songbook, where there's just like tons of old tunes, where there's like thousands of songs about this one guy. It's basically like the Paul Bunyan song,
0: right? Yeah, oh, very. He much is so. essentially
1: like a Paul Bunyan type figure to me. Yeah, or like a Johnny Appleseed, but like a total dickwad. Right. He's sure, awful. Johnny Appleseed was a piece of shit too.
0: I mean, he planted a lot of
1: apple trees. Did he, though? I have no idea. He's probably- I want to talk about what makes- I want to talk talk about about Johnny Appleseed. I want to talk about the parallels between Johnny Appleseed and the Joker. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. I'm listening. (laughs) Yeah, let's fucking get into this, okay? Let's get into this. So, in scene three of Batman Forever, which one has the Joker in it? Dark Uh, Knight. Dark Knight. (laughs) Batman Forever! I am not good at being a nerd. In scene
0: three of Appleseed, the Johnny Appleseed biopic, there's the scene where he's sitting on a train, he looks in the mirror, and then three (laughs) guys in business suits beat him up. Yeah. Very similar to what happens to the Joker.
1: Yeah, every time that he plants an apple seed, something grows in his wake. And in that way, when the Joker leaves somewhere, he, like, leaves his memory and leaves his essence behind. Perhaps, actually, can that be Shia Bladehammer? are like, okay, may I give you a pitch? Yes, please. Everywhere that Shia Bladehammer goes, we say there's a song left behind, you know, uh-huh. like an apple seed. And perhaps wherever he goes, he's very powerful. He's, like, ridiculously powerful. Oh, sure. Perhaps he does leave, like, a bit of his essence behind. You know, like, his his douchedom maybe does echo out, and I think he gets scouted by Shao Clown. Perhaps Shao Clown starts the Do you think the, tournament. the tournaments were a trap? Yes, to, okay. to ensnare uh, Shia Bladehammer. He, he got scouted like a fucking athlete. Yeah. You know, but, like, a huge piece of shit. So I think that's kind of what it was, where it's like— you know, Shao uh, uh, and Shia, I am going to vomit. Shao um, sets this trap of like, uh, you know, in Shao voice, if I make this tournament. If I know, make if this I, tournament. If I bring the most, the world's most, if I basically do the cell games from DBZ. Yeah. It draws out Goku. Right. Because he can't resist. Yeah. You know, or, you know, I mean, you know what I mean?
0: It's offering, it's offering something impossible for the person who is craving doing impossible things. Boom.
1: There it is. And what? He just wins? Beats the shit out of, well, Swiftwind bails. Swiftwind opts to lose. I think, and I think there's an, I think there's a moment mid-tournament where,
0: like, Shao Clown is nervous because Swiftwind could win. Yes. Swiftwind is a skilled
1: enough fighter where they could, they could take this tournament home. But what's what? What is the what is the moment? Can you describe to me the moment in the ring where Swiftwind yep. walks away? And we know that trope when one person walks off. What does the bad guy do?
0: I think Xiao I think Shao puts up a, like pretends. You know, puts on a show, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: I think going back to the thing that I always go back to is if we. If I may be a
1: self-parody here. Is it Frasier, eggnog? <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: so yeah so he makes a delicious thing of eggnog and then quotes Frasier. no it's it's i mean to a certain extent it's wrestling it's theater it's yeah. it's it's shout clown puts up a fight and is like no you can't leave you can't leave so i think and i think the other half of that is he kind of like dispatches assassins to go and kill Swiftwind, or at least try to because swift wind survives because they're swift wind But, like, does this whole theater act of, like, no, you can't, no one's allowed to leave, like, this is the most important thing that has ever happened, not for Swiftwind's sake, but for Shia's sake, because it is the ultimate, like, I have to present this as this huge, important thing, or else Shia will catch wind that this is all, like, straw and illusion.
1: Yes, because at this point in the game, like if you have a token on the if you have a piece on the board, like uh, Shia Bladehammer, you don't care about Swiftwind. You are like, yeah, you can walk. I don't care. I am right. after the big one. I am after Big Boy.
0: But if it, but if it, if, if, if Swiftwind walks and Shia and Clown goes, okay, well then they walked. Well then this whole tournament feels fake. Like yes. then the illusion is then the illusion is shattered. He has to. Oh my God! Right then the idea of this tournament being this huge important thing and everyone is here because they need to be here all of that stuff goes away if suddenly someone leaves and it's okay
1: well that's fine they left so then what hmm so the show happens shao is like you can't walk away and then i guess it's like what like what is what what because of course in an act of douchey rage this is not glory to Shia LaBeouf the future right. Shia LaBeouf this is not goal accomplished when they don't get what they want they don't win they don't overcome the greatest warrior that they've met in the arena Swiftwind. when they're just given by default that is not good enough for the great Shia blade hammer that's preposterous I issue a challenge can I give you a pitch yes they challenge the great one himself All right. The show happens. Shao is doing the JR. He's in his throne, spits out his goblet, his skull, spits out the fruit, wacky fruit punch that's inside of it. It's not blood. It looks like it, but it is like Hawaiian punch. Right, sure. You can't walk out of here. What are you doing? Oh my goodness, this is ridiculous. Thinking that like, I'll just lift, you know, the arm of Blade Hammer and then, you know, you know, I'll ensnare him forever blah blah yeah. blah but instead blade hammer throws what does he use blade and uh, a hammer a blade Is yeah. it a blade hammer blade <laughs> blade in one hand hammer in the other oh i like that i did. it's like a hammer hammer like a like a ball paying hammer yeah it's big but it's like a ball like he just fucking bonks you then chops you it's disgusting like Bonk he's, and chops Bonk the and old, Chop. Those are their names. They're legendary weapons. If this were World of Warcraft, if you were, he was a raid boss, you would kill Shia Bladehammer and get old Bonk and Chop. I'm gonna somebody ninja my role for Bonk, and can we ban them from the guild, please? Uh, yes, anyway. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Um, so throws down uh chop and then throws bonk at Shout Clown. <laughs> Bang lands like right next to his head and he's like then i call you out yeah. master of the tournament how dare you insult me because everyone's like boo you suck you suck shia blade hammer he's like fuck this i want to fight the clown and so yeah. then you tell me what happens so okay so i have a real
0: clear picture of what happens then oh yeah um yeah and that makes sense right because uh shia came in here to do something impossible shia came here to be the to be the greatest of all time And now he's just having his hand raised. Like, that's not winning a prize. That's being given something. So he sets his sights on a different impossible prize. (gasps) He sets his sights on being the one to kill Xiao Clown, something that no hero has ever done, or no warrior adventurer, no one has been able to take down Xiao Clown. And he's like, well, if I can't win this tournament against the greatest warriors that have ever walked the face of fantasy, then... The thing that will join the next entry in my songbook will be that I struck down Shao Clown, and if I have oh, I to do that. some if I have to do some revisions to make it seem like I was here for this purpose, so be it. I'll make up. I'll whip oh. up a phony backstory.
1: Tries to look like a hero is like yep. jokes on you. I was in it with Swift Wind all along. Yeah, you know, and is like I've come here to kill you, Shao Clown. Oh, but, God. and so
0: here's the next. Here's
1: what happens.
0: He like almost wins oh shit like Wait, look,
1: can we tell me real quick what weapon Xiao clown uses shout clown is just throwing mad throwing oh, i was about to say magic is it open and, palm
0: oh yeah it's for sure open palm it's it's magic and it's clown trick it's like clown trickery
1: he is the joker he shoots him with like a flower yeah, he's that throwing, makes him smile forever he's throwing
0: smoke bombs he's he's throwing fish but he's also <laughs> just like
1: throwing haymakers and like lightning bolts His fist gets real big when he punches, like Super Smash Brothers Mario for, like, the first one. Yep. The the fist is, like, gigantic when he throws that jab. Yeah. This is terrifying. But, and so Xiao wins, right? Does Xiao win? Or does he throw the fight, too? Um, Xiao, so,
0: Xiao's original plan. Here, allow me to elucidate the true nature of Xiao's ultimate scheme here, for some things have gone wrong at this
1: point for Xiao Cloud. I'll be the uh, clowns in the audience that are cheering for get 'em, Get him, boss! Oh, yeah! Why don't you beat him up? Kick that guy's ass! I bet you could. I don't know why they're all like Joe Pesci, but, you know, it's clowns. Thank you. Thank you, Wiggles.
0: Thank you, uh... Thank you, thank you, Jim Jam.
1: That's me! I'm Jim <laughs> Jam!
0: I like Jim Jam.
1: <laughs> he said he like, yeah!
0: So, um... <laughs> I think later I think this is the monologue Xiao Clown gives to Xiao Clown in the Mirror as on sitting <laughs> on a train. <laughs> I I listeners, I can't tell you how much I go for that, how many times an episode I go for that reaction
1: and I if I can so, get it. So- <laughs> So wait, I have to, is that in the Joker trailer? I think I always know. The, yeah, I know the images yeah, of him like, getting beat up. He's like is that sitting when he on, beat a tr- up? Yeah, it's like right before he gets beat <laughs> See, up. Can I be honest with you? I was like, what part of the trailer is that? I thought you meant like sitting on top of a train, <laughs> like like fucking Cloud strife. <laughs> ah. <laughs> like looking in a mirror. I was like, yo, Joker is the weirdest. Does that happen?
0: <laughs> I wish. I no, yeah, like he's sitting. This is when he's looking at his reflection on the window of a train. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's like okay. some things have gone wrong in the plan of shao clown the, the ultimate plan was to give this hero the impossible deed that he wanted he would have slain some of shao clown's lesser enemies who were promised here with the the, the, the sparkle of a of a fancy toy of a rare artifact they were they were promised here with trinkets uh, Shia Blade Hammer would have slayed them. Of course, he is a, he is nothing if not formidable, as I saw when he nearly vanquished me. And I would have given him the offer, ultimate power in exchange for service in my circus of misery. I wanted him to be my right hand man. I wanted him to be the it the, the it clown. <laughs> I wanted him to be the clown of clowns. He was to be my masterpiece. Oh, I like that. But I had not intended for Swiftwind to walk away. Swiftwind was to be the ultimate contender. They were, they were a, they were by all rights the person that was here to slay me. The story that Shia haphazardly took as his own belonged to Swiftwind. They were the crowd, they were the embodiment of the crowd. When Shia struck them down, they would... He would be striking down the will of the people watching. It was to be the ultimate illustration of misery, of that you could not crush the spirit of Shao Clown. And yet, Swiftwind merely walked away. What What is Shao Clown to do with this? And so, Shao Clown was issued a challenge, and I answered. I did not anticipate nearly losing, and admittedly, I grew angry. Which is when I unleashed some things.
1: Can I give you a pitch? Yes. So... This is very early in the career of Shao Clown. The Circus of Misery is, like, small, we'll yeah. say. Like the kill the parents thing from Swift Wind, the Batman moment. Yeah. That was early on in the Circus of Misery. It's, like, right after the Howdy Man, once he started getting rolling, picking up some people, right? But we know now, like, in the, we'll call it, like, the modern age or whatever, there's a lot of fucking clowns. Like, by the time Gordon Gumbo is involved, there's a lot of clowns. Mm -hmm. And this is the moment where they were like, you wish to challenge me, Shia Bladehammer, right before he wins... Everyone in attendance He like unleashes this thunderstorm And this cloud And these tentacles come from the sky The sky is shattering Cracks are being formed in the sky And tentacles are reaching out and slapping people Picking them up And when they do it's just smearing the makeup on them He turns everyone in appearance into clowns Of the Circus mm-hmm. of Misery And then finally As Shia Bladehammer is on his knees Being like Please spare me I did not know your power Oh great clown he what just like fucking paints him?
0: <laughs> right there just paints his face. <laughs> it's is that it, it? Sits like, in front of, it? Sits in front of him with a party city paint kit. And like, all right, <laughs> it's time. It's time to do you become want a butterfly. You want a butterfly? You gonna paint <laughs> it's a butterfly? Like face painting? No. Um. No. What happens is, uh, so this I'm gonna is like
1: so many times this episode, and I am not sorry, listeners. I cannot help myself.
0: So I know exactly what this. Okay, that that gives me. I love that. That jazzes me up so much, because that tells me exactly what Shao Clown says. Shao Clown presents an offer. Shao Clown says, you have two options before you, hero. You wanted an impossible, you wanted the glory of godhood. I can give you two options. You will go down in history this day. You can go down in history as the unholy champion of the Circus of Misery, or... And he throws his hand out and he gestures to all of these people that have been transformed into clowns. You can go down in history as the man that slaughtered an entire coliseum of clowns. Which will it be, hero? What, which, which option, which, which option do you want to go down in history for? Do you want to go down, do you want to go down with power? Or do you want to go down in infamy and shame? Make your choice. But know Ooh. that those are your only two options here.
1: It gives me this image that during that speech, there's like the, it's like night has fallen. No stars in the sky, pitch black. And you see the glowing eyes of like 200,000 clowns are like, <laughs> yeah. <sniffs> like, you know, they're like one you're, guy's got a. You're
0: going to start by killing Jim Jam. Wait, wait, no, I don't...
1: I, no! <laughs> Jim Jam's ready to brawl. Jim Jam's ready to die for this. Jim J has got a swordfish in his hand, he's slapping it into his palm like a club. And he's like... <laughs> Let me at him. Let me at him. Oh, come on over here, Blade Hammer. And so he options, what, to be the hero and not kill them and just become the right-hand man? Is that it? Is that the, Is it like a sacrifice story? Or does he try? Does he try to kill the clowns and then he's overwhelmed? Which one do you
0: so there's also a way darker option. I'm ready, I'd love that. <laughs> he I I mean the, the darkest option is that he does is that he takes the takes the option that lets him go out on his turns, he kills a bunch of clowns, and then just realizes that like that's what Shao Clown wanted is yeah. that now you've now you've murdered a bunch of people. Like, now you are part of my circus of misery because you're
1: a murderer. You're a murdering oh. fuckhead. Oh, God, that's really dark. I love that. And he's like, I am no clown. I have come to be one of the greatest heroes fantasy has ever known, and I will thwart you. And Xiao is like, did you really? Is that really why you came? And then, you know, the clowns start descending and Bonk and chop or fended him off, fended him off, and soon it's just like a you know field of clowns with their toes pointed to the sky breathing heavy covered in paint covered in uh laffy taffy and bubble gum and seltzer water and they're like and now finally and they charge towards shout clown and then what he's like wait look at what you have wrought Mm-hmm. you know you will and i think it's that uh yeah where it's just like oh my god what have i done and then what like lightning claps and he's like i guess i am a clown i guess i am the face in the subway reflection yeah
0: i think that's pretty much it is like is like he's like look look what you've done look who's here to tell your story hero look look who is look who is left look what look how far you look what you've been willing to do to take this glory and shia looks around and is, realizes that Fuck. Like, this is who he is now. This is, this is, this is what is, this is the rage and the vanity and the, 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 the selfishness that is inside of him. And Shia, and, and, and Shao says one more time, like, I'm going to give you a choice. You can use this. Together we can make, together we can fill your songbook with a thousand sagas. All you have to do is join my circus and become my strongman.
1: All you have to do is be down with, with the, the clown, clown. <laughs> <laughs> and what they, they <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they what bend the knee? Is it like that, or yeah. is it like, or do they? He just like pulls out the makeup kit. He takes the kit from Shao and just starts painting. Yeah, and as every stroke of makeup, like a vein bulges, his biceps get bigger, his quads get juicier, his butt. Largens, like he's just now, like he's basically Bane.
0: Yeah, yeah. He hulks out. He becomes this. He becomes this angry rage clown. His mustache becomes more and more elaborate and curled. Uh, his his armor. One of his shoulder pads falls off, and his one of his
1: sleeves explodes. So he's got on like a strongman singlet. Ooh okay i love that but a face full of like really smeared and i think the sad like the not sad thing because fuck shia blade hammer yeah is that like his gimmick and like his makeup style is he's the crying clown oh for sure yeah he's got the sad makeup like the little blue droplets like uh, the upside down smile but a big old mustache yeah um can i give you a pitch also what happens so xiao is like Come Shia LaBeouf, we have much to do and much yeah. misery to wreak. And as he like they leave the stadium, you know, as soon as Shia LaBeouf leaves and like gets in the clown car, the storm clears away and all the people in the stadium are there. And they're like, where'd everybody go?
0: Oh, can I throw you a way a way worse thing? Because I just didn't I didn't know if he should be a mass genuine mass murderer. That's fine. I want to throw you. Well, I want to throw you something way worse.
1: Oh fuck, okay. Um yeah,
0: the storm clears. All those people are sitting in there are sitting in the stands, but they're not asking where people went. They watched all of that happen. Oh
1: my. They watched
0: their he they watched this hero come here and be like, I have come to strike you down and bring justice for these people, and they watched that hero be broken. They watched oh. They they watched that hero like they watch that hero succumb to violent rage, to vanity, to selfishness, to greed, to to just all of this. They watch this. They watched him break. They watched him put on the paint and walk out with Shao Clown. And then they just are sitting there in that arena like, fuck. Damn, never meet your heroes, kids. Can I throw out a closing note and then go to tables?
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. All of this. Like, we're hearing, like, this, this... There's that that monologue, right? of those people watched hope get crushed. Those people watched their hero fall short. Those people watched everything. They watched, they watched the hero that rose through violence. They watched them fall. They saw what happens when you bring a sword and a hammer into Shao Clown's domain. That is why, Swiftwind, I am telling you, you cannot do this through violence. Ooh. I am telling you right now that is all that is waiting if you go down that road. And Swift Wind is just looking at their sword like,
1: okay. Wow. All right. Ding, dang. Ding and the dang. Wow. Fuck, that's dark and I love it. I love it. It's Shia LaBeouf. And now there's this, this hulking strong, like everywhere Shaun Clown goes, I think he sits on Shia LaBeouf's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like he carries him and is like, ho, ho, and then like, you know, drops him down and, you know, damn, damn. And there's so many songs and myths about not all the, all the songs of the great, uh, the great blade, the great Shia songbook, they've all been rewritten. They've all been replaced about tales of Shia LaBeouf. And like, he's become like the boogeyman. Mm -hmm. He's become like this, this lesson that we tell people like to not to, don't chase glory. You know, it's like it's not about validation. It's not about it. It's about being the best you can be to better the world and to better yourself, not just for accolades. And it's like this lesson for heroes. And some people are like, I don't think he's real. I don't think Shia Bladehammer is ever real. I think Shia LaBeouf is just this really jacked dude in the circus of misery. And so far, that like everyone's forgotten about Shia Bladehammer's even existence. Most yeah. people have no idea. Damn, he's kind of like Johnny Appleseed. Like when Johnny Appleseed went to that arena and, was broken. and killed all those clowns. <laughs> <He's>,
0: <laughs> really, honestly, this was sort of a real history episode. We really kind of got into some some I told some you, realism nonfiction
1: and love and realism the industrial
0: revolution <laughs> and the
1: industrial revolution because Shia LaBeouf obviously makes um makes tiny screws in his off time in mass. Yeah fuck
0: the <laughs> show is roll, amazing Do you want to roll on some tables
1: i would love to this is the greatest podcast of all time if you're listening to this and you agree don't forget to click those bells like and subscribe
0: give me a d8 for personality trait d8 a go. four i can't stand the sight of an unfair fight oh yeah i mean like
1: he's just really strong he would never cheat in a fight
0: yeah no and i think he more so i think even more so like It's part of the, you know, like, the part of the performance of being Shia LaBeouf is he will, like, throw you a weapon. He'll put down his weapon and be like,
1: I don't need these. This would make it too easy. And then he, he wins anyway. Still loves the challenge. Oh, yeah. That quest for glory is even heightened as Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, now that I have ultimate power. Now that I am down with the clown, like, I, he's that I think he's that character, like, looking for a challenge all the time. Like, yep. and that's why he thinks he's doing this of his own free will. I think, oh, yeah, Shia LaBeouf thinks that he is like a follower of Shao Clown. Like, I'm only here to fight Shao Clown's battles for him, right? You know, I'm not here because I I don't want to be. And meanwhile, you know, he's got that sound makeup on. Mm-hmm. Dang. Well, give, give me a D6 for an ideal animal D6, go five ant. Money. I'm just in it for the money. Stop it. <laughs> he has a very lavish lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Drives listen,
0: a Ferrari. Father, listen, when when the show is done at the end of the day, takes their makeup off
1: and just goes back to making screws. Just goes back to making screws. Yeah, can I tell you my favorite product? Hi, I'm Chad... Chad... <laughs> Uh, Forge Smith of the Pirith Regil Blacksmiths Association and I'd like to talk to you about a product that has changed everything for me. And it's the LaBeouf Screw. If you've used a LaBeouf Screw before, you know the difference it makes in tightening weapons like axe handles and swords.
0: He, like, literally, I, I do love I kind of do love the idea that, like, when the when the show is done after he's killed someone in combat, he just kind of, like like, he just goes back to his tent and, like, he very much, you know, there are the clowns that will go and like menace people and go do evil things. And he'd like, he's the, he's the, he's the one that like goes back and is like, I'm not involved. I'm not, oh. I'm not involved in this. I'm reading my, I'm rereading my song book. I have no interest. I have no interest in what you're
1: doing. I'm here. My day, my work day is done. He's the actor who thinks this is real. Like he's yeah. the wrestler who's like, this isn't fake. Like the one that's not in on the WWE, the one who's like, we're fighting. He's like, no, I'm taking my earnings from my triumphs being the, the protector of the great Shao clown and I'm going to, you know, live a lavish life. He's like, just imagine a giant. You'll buy Bane. some hats. <laughs> yeah, buy some hats. I like imagine Bane and like swim trunks in an inner tube with sunglasses on, like in this swimming pool in this big mansion. Yeah. And a huge piece of shit. This is a huge piece of shit. Alright,
0: give me a D6 for a bond.
1: One horse. My weapon has seen me through many battles. It is important to me. Bonk and Chop have been turned into a giant uh, butter knife and a big clown goofy hammer, mm-hmm. like a plastic hammer, and it squeaks and you hit it. Yep. But he still knows, but he doesn't see it that way. Okay. Is there a glamour that he doesn't see himself as the Shia LaBeouf? I, Does he I, still think he's Blade Hammer? I think he sees himself as
0: Shia LaBeouf. I like the idea that he's, there's the delusion of like, no, I'm doing this because I'm doing this to get close to Shao right. Clown so I can strike him down.
1: Oh my. He's not stopped because he's not stopped <laughs> lying to himself. So good. That is very good that all this time he's like, and once I achieve ultimate power, all I'll do is bide my time until I can backstab Shao and crush him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's just getting played on the daily. Yep. Do you want to roll D6 for a flaw? Do we want to oh. know
0: what the problem with this man
1: is? I want to learn how he likes to get down.
0: Full disclosure, I'm not, I've am i looked through these flaws for this the background we were using, and I'm not what really... What was the
1: background com- we were using? You never told me.
0: This was the Gladiator variant from D&D, the D&D wiki background, so I'm okay. actually going to pull up the official Gladiator background and see if there's a better one in here. Yeah. All right, I got Soldier in front of me. Give me a d6 for the flaw for
1: Soldier. Okay.
0: One horse. The monstrous enemy we st- we faced in battle still leaves me quivering with fear.
1: Oh, he's very afraid of Shao oh, Clown. Oh, he's terrified. Yeah. Shao Clown, best- Shao Clown bested him. <laughs> That's why he never strikes him down. He's like, I have to wait till I'm strong enough. Yeah. Oh, that sucks for Shia Bladehammer. For Shia LaBeouf because he's like this strong man now he's doing all of his dirty work and he's like I have to do this to best Xiao Clown and I think every day that he has like the thought of like I'll st- I'll pull out Chop and I'll have these thoughts Xiao like just turns and like grins at him like you know and he's like oh god or like he sees Xiao unleash like a fraction of his pa- I love how Xiao Clown has like godlike power <laughs> it's so fucking dumb <laughs> it's real funny it's real fucking funny because he gets in the tiny clown. And I think every time he's like, he's just like trembles in fear. That's when he's like, you should have done it. You got to risk it. You have to. run And he's like, no, we have the, we have this power. We have to use it responsibly. He's still he's one of those people who thinks he's the hero. Yeah. He thinks he's the hero until the bitter end. He thinks he's like the mascot, like our mascot of Shao Clown. where He's like, yep. I'm the guardian of. This person, but I'm gonna wield the mascot power against him. Yep. He refers to himself as the pal, as the, uh, the mascot of the circus of misery, where he's like, everywhere it goes, I am imbued with power no matter what. Oh, God. Shia LaBeouf. That's a wrap. Shia LaBeouf sucks. (laughs) Shia I LaBeouf sucks. I hate Shia LaBeouf. I hate Shia Bladehammer. And to love me some Shia Clown. Oh, thank you, Aaron. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, what about me? We all we all love Jim Jam. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you for your prompt, <laughs> Lieutenant. Thank you so much for your prompt. Oh, my God. If you'd like to submit a prompt of your own to our podcast to use in an episode to make Shia LaBeouf What are you waiting for? There are a gajillion ways. And by the way, there's no more AllMyFantasyChildren.com, so don't go looking there. I got tired of paying for it. (laughs) All right. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore
0: podcast using the hashtag FantasyChildren. You can post them to our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash AllMyFantasyChildren. You can email them to us at AllMyFantasyChildren at gmail.com. You can go to bit.ly slash AMFC Discord. Go to the AMFC Discord prompt submission
1: channel. Post them there. Or... Uh, I think that's all of them. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, Um. Uh, be sure to do all these things. All my fantasy <laughs> children is proud to be a part of the One Shot Podcast Network. The One Shot Podcast Network is home to a bunch of dope shows. Go to oneshotpodcast.com and check them out. Shows like Neo Scum, Modifier, Campaign, and a cool announcement for all you junior wizards out there. I'm going to be on another podcast. Um. I'm on an uh, actual play of uh, Fate Core, I think it's called. Right? That's the simplified one? No. Fate and accelerate. Fate accelerated, that's it. Of a uh, uh Skyjack's careers Call, where it's an all ages variant of Skyjacks, where we play male carrying teens. And it's gonna be dope and check look for that. Cause it's uncoming. Follow campaign and one shot and on Twitter and you'll 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 get all the deets. You'll get the but deets. Jeff's other show is approaching a very special milestone this year. What's that? I'm talking dog, Jeff.
0: Oh my god, yes, of course. Um <laughs> it might have aired by now, but that's okay. Um, By the time this releases. So Friday, uh, December 20th at 8 p.m. Wait, what day is it today? Monday? Today is Monday. Oh, yeah. This is wait at 8 p.m. Oh, my God. I'm going to get it done in the morning. (gasps) So Friday, uh, December 20th at 8 p.m. My favorite podcast of the year. No offense, Aaron. Um, A very special show is coming back. uh, Talking Nog. A yearly tradition honoring a yearly tradition. This is a podcast talking about the past, present, and future of everyone's favorite eggy, creamy, spicy boozy yuletide treat we're gonna look at some listener photos we're gonna answer some listener questions we're gonna share some listener stories and and maybe just maybe we're gonna have some fun along the way you maybe (laughs) you can watch it recorded live at twitch.tv slash jeff stormer or you can watch it recorded live at twitch.tv slash gm jeff stormer which i keep forgetting my actual twitch name or you can go to bit.ly/talkingnog because i'm not going to pay for hosting fees for talking nog why would i do that
1: why, i'm so glad that one day you'll be so baller when like i said when talking nog is bi weekly you're going to be so fucking baller that you'll have like 10 different websites for it
0: <laughs> egg nog. sucks talking nog um what about your other show party of one is an actual play podcast focused on two player role playing experiences every week i sit down with a friend we share a two player game we share some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really good time. New episodes drop Tuesdays at partyofonepodcast.com.
1: Boom. Um, verbal hug this week.
0: You know what? Um, if you need to take some time away from a project, take some time away from a project, or, you know, you are not beholden to your creative work. You know, Aaron and I couldn't make scheduling work for a week or two, so we said let's just, let's, let's meet back up in a couple weeks and we'll figure something better out.
1: Yeah, and it still worked out, and yeah, like, it was y'all fine. don't
0: care, you, y'all are friends. <laughs> that's the thing, is like, and it, 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 like, our collective well-being is more, was, is and was more important than our ability to like, exactly locate a time to record together. And like, that's Absolutely. true of Party of One, it's true of AMFC, it's true of Talking Nog, like, it's true of the games I make, it's true of everything. Is like, the well-being of the people involved outweighs the outweighs the the end the the product because we
1: are not a product we are people and people people matter more than product absolutely i could not agree more um yeah just do you and don't fucking nobody's gonna be mad at you if you don't make that deadline unless it's for like money or like your actual work but if it's something you're making out of a creative passion don't stress it's not worth it you do this because you like it agree um with that that's all i'd want to talk about i think that's it so (laughs) until next time good Good night night and good Game. game Hello there, my name is Coconut the Clown, and I have a series of important questions to ask you. Have you ever wondered why so serious? Have you ever felt like a dog chasing its tail? What happens if I catch it? Have you ever rode the subway and been beat up by Wall Street people or something? I don't know, I didn't see it. Anyway, I'm here to tell you that if you said yes to any of these questions, you can find joy and glory in the Circus of Misery. Hi, I'm a clown. And yes, I'm sure you heard a lot of bad things about me from these senior wizards. But no, we're not all bad. A lot of us just like pies. We like swordfish. And we like most of all to laugh. Do you like to laugh? Good news, the Circus of Misery is coming to your town, and applications are open right now. Sign up online at www.circusofmisery.showclown.org. Want to just pop by and see what we're all about? Come on by, tickets are on sale at clown.com circusofmisery.gov. Want to wanna grab a bite to eat? Good news, the Circus of Misery has world-class restaurants and cafes for your enjoyment. And if you want to meet the big guy himself, the Show, come on over to our fighting tournaments. Our famous fighting tournaments happen every Sunday with a complimentary brunch with every ticket purchased. If you appreciate combat and a good mimosa and French toast, come on over the Circus of Misery. It's more than just pain and suffering. Come on down every Sunday for our fighting tournaments or pop in any day you want for a nice circus show. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody. And remember, it's okay to be down with the clown. In the world of fantasy, joining the Circus of Misery is a lifetime of servitude to the Great Shout Clown. There are no major benefits offered at this time aside from being a minion to the most powerful painted being in all the land. of
0: you <laughs>